Um, I'm Katie. I'm Julia. This is uh, this is another episode of Getting Literate. We're here. So welcome. We made it. <laughs> welcome. Mm-hmm. And today mm-hmm. we are really reading. Ooh, drunk already. Ooh. Woo. Oop. Uh, we're reading Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte, and we are drinking a drink yeah. called Terror Made Me Cruel. It's a cocktail. Yeah. She's it's a strong. Cocktail. She's yummy. I'm a big fan. I like I her. did admittedly I, like fuck around with the recipe, but you know. Did I forget to buy grape grape grapefruit juice and instead supplement with the second drink we're having? <laughs> Katie's lit and only barely literate. Um I did supplement with the second. <laughs> yeah, what time drink. did you finish the book? Oh, uh fifteen minutes prior to this. Prior <laughs> to this recording starting, I had Put down the final page and said, okay, just in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Katie's, Katie's having a bit of a week. Um, and also is just not, in general, good with classics. So. Cheers. Ain't that a thing. Yeah. What Katie was trying to say before I cut her off, she's drinking right now, so I'll talk, <laughs> um, is that we're mm. drinking, what did I call them? White Claws, but Wuthering White Claws? Weathering White Claws. We're drinking Weathering White Claws. Yeah. I love a good Weathering White Claw. And that's what I used instead of the grapefruit juice that's in this cocktail. Um, so that's fun for me. Um, having finished, <laughs> having actually put the book down and finished reading it so so recently, why don't I tell you about, about Weathering Heights, Julia? Please tell me. Regale me with yeah. this. I only finished it this morning. <laughs> I love that. I love this for us. Fuck, we are reading this because we put yeah. it on a goddamn Instagram poll and it was the second choice. And I'm like, all right. Thank you. We only barely made barely. it through. <laughs> like, I was at the grocery store listening us. to the audiobook, like, at two speed, like. Oh. <laughs> Mood. Mood. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Woo! Um, okay, let's get into it. Yeah. Yorkshire more. Mother yeah. Fuck, the words are going to be bad tonight. Yorkshire, sure, Yorkshire, the Moors, the Moors, the Moors, the Earnshaws, the Lintons, and their turbulent relationships with Earnshaw's adopted son, Heathcliff. Wuthering Heights is a story of elegance and brutality that heroines, heroines, I don't know, Catherine, a woman whose rebellion against the norms of Victorian femininity caused quite some conflicts in the novel. This novel depicts the brutalizing influence of unchecked passion and endless isolation through scenes of domestic violence, alcoholism, child abuse, neglect, obsession, and torture. You can also treat that as a fucking trigger warning. Uh, The novel is really, (laughs) truly out there for its time, especially considering uh, it was written by a woman, which I thought was a choice. Uh, But perhaps because Emily Bronte was just not like other authors, she was able to depict this tale that's characterized by its display of wildly heightened emotions and i would say depict is the right word there depict is absolutely the right word there because it was depicted for fucking sure so. thanks <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like you're critiquing a poem i wrote <laughs> no i love it i love this i love all your writing and i also this was that's a fantastic little summary that julia's written up and that i was able to dramatically read for everybody so katie uh, you finished it how did you like it though (laughs) why don't you take a guess as to how i liked it julia why don't we take a guess i think you're gonna give it 
two and a half stars. Yeah, right on. Absolutely. <laughs> two and a half yeah. stars from Katie. Yep. Was not <laughs> nice. a fan. <laughs> I'm going to drink I, a lot okay. to that. Yeah. I genuinely don't know what rating to give you. Um, I think, I think you're going to give this a three and a half, but I'm not sure. So close. I actually gave it a four. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I try to rate classics. Yeah. So I I have on my little note three point three and a half to four. And then I decided on four um, Mm -hmm. because I try not to rate books based on my inability to read them. Uh, Joy, deriving joy from reading is something I like to do. So can't give it a full five. Cheers. But cheers. (laughs) There were some really powerful moments. It's just that. You know I love my Shakespeare. You know I love Mm -hmm. classic lit. Mm -hmm. And I took Mm -hmm. the whole Shakespeare course. Like, I've kind of, like, gotten this acceptance where I'm, like, I can, like, take it away from the language and look more at the themes and the characters and what it did for its time. And I'm, like, yeah, this Mm -hmm. is four stars for me. Honestly, I was really looking at the two to three range. And then I was, like, but... Yeah. She didn't write it for a 21st century dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, that doesn't stop me from saying, I don't like it. So, <laughs> super fun. Um, okay, I think I, I, I you drink because you got it right on, and then I drink because I got it a half a star off. Got it real wrong. Game works. <laughs> yeah, I got it real wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that's, how this, that's how this drinking game works, is we drink. Ta-da. Yeah. Welcome to it. We actually um, just say, I'm going to trick this many because, and then we justify <laughs> it with some absurd thing we can pull out of our brains. Yeah. You know what? Kind of love that for us, though. It's kind of fun. It's like being a lawyer a little bit. Right? <laughs> kind of? Yeah. I, I'm close. Anyways. I took a law in Shakespeare class, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. You had a much better time reading this book than I did. Tell me why. Tell me what's in your top three list. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, interesting. Like, we were talking a couple days ago and we sent Snapchats about how hard it was to get through. But I was listening to Mm -hmm. the audiobook and I think that also really helped because I didn't have to do as much Mm -hmm. of the thinking. Did I tell myself I was going to finish it last night and then fall asleep? Yes. Absolutely passed out. Lights on and everything. Um, nice. <laughs> it's a good one. Put you to sleep. Okay, so I'll tell you why I liked it, though. The times are so funny. Like, as hard as it is to read about them, like, you break your ankle, you stay at your neighbor's house for five weeks. Iconic. Like, that... Oh, the... Yeah, what I wouldn't me. give what, to live in a time where I can't possibly make it the four miles to my home i must stay at your boat can't possibly for five weeks like it kills me like i would hate having to deal with that but i also wouldn't be an aristocrat so i wouldn't have to deal with that thing but just imagine being rich and your dumbass divorcee bitch friend doesn't want to go or or she hates her husband so she's just like oh i feel quite (laughs) ill and then she just hangs out at your house for five weeks faking a fever like i think no okay but like imagine like um like, having somebody over who you, like, don't really hate, but you don't really love, and then they're like, I'm so hungover, I can't go home. Okay. Please get out of my house, though. I did that. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, though. Yeah, okay, but for five <laughs> weeks? 
No. <laughs> five weeks is a lot. <laughs> it's a big hangover. Uh, mm. Another thing I liked for about the book, when Linton Jr. said, Linton Heathcliff, what a name. When okay. he said, if I walk five, yes. four miles, I'll die. He's like, I can't walk four miles. I will perish. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a moment. He was a moment. Yeah. Fuck, he was awful. <laughs> His whole character is the worst. He's the worst. And that line summed up how much the worst he is. And, like, so bold oh, yeah. of Emily Bronte to write, like, someone who, if a man had written this book, he would have been a strapping young protagonist. He would have been so, like fit mm. and healthy and like like he would be the one that males identify with and instead Emily's like he's a little bitch boy and he can't walk four miles and he'll die <laughs> I like that yeah um yeah and my number one thing is this quote I sent you a staff about it and I literally might cry if I read it so you know it's really good it's really oh, fine yet let's go so Heathcliff speaking to Catherine Earnshaw. I hate how their names. There's no originality. Mm-hmm. I'm like, for the love of God. Every anyway. <laughs> there's like four names tossed around between eight characters. It's great. <laughs> I know. And I listened to the audiobook, and you know I'm not really good with names when I don't read them. Like Yeah. I'm so bad at just hearing names and remembering them. And so I was like driving on the highway and I was like, I don't know who these people are. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> the quote. Catherine Earnshaw, may you not rest as long as I am living. You said I killed you. Haunt me then. The murdered do haunt their murderers, I believe. I know that ghosts have I know that ghosts have wandered on earth. Be with me always. Take any form. Drive me mad. Only do not leave me in this abyss where I cannot find you. Oh God, it is unutterable. I cannot live without my life. I cannot live without my soul. That's a good quote. Also, I love theater. Wow. Um, iconic. Yeah. Yes. No, that was. That was drama that was religion. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. Heathcliff is so dramatic. I wrote, mm-hmm. I love Heathcliff. Drama queen. He is a drama queen. I love him. Well. Yeah. No, I do. I do. He's fucking terrible, but I do. He's the worst, um, but I love him. Yeah. And that, that yeah. moment, that quote. Mm. Um, oh. I do think you have to drink. No, you don't actually, because it's not the same oh. moment. It's not the same moment. It's mere pages later, but it's not the same. Well, moment. I did anyway. <laughs> Love that for you. Um, because yeah, my top three includes when he was visiting her for the last time, right before she died. Yes, and they just Tragic. like, yeah, yeah, absolutely gorgeous. I wow, oh. upsetting. Um, Favorite, part and then of- she dies like a page later. Oop. Done. <laughs> so unceremoniously. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> um, Catherine Earnshaw, also my fave. Uh, loved her. Loved every second. Love her. She was alive. Loved her. She was she should, incredible. Uh, she was incredible. She was the best. She was so fucking funny. Um, she not was quite so as funny, funny as she Nelly was such a though. Bitch. She was such a bitch. I have a lot. But of no, Nelly's on my top. Nelly. My top tier. I fucking love her. What a fucking weirdo. I had her in the top, and then I moved her to the bottom. Um, for that, you must drink. I declare it. (laughs) I do declare. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I loved her. Loved her. Loved every second. Mm -hmm. What a goddamn weirdo. Um. Such a freak. Capital Q freak. (laughs) 
I love it. Okay, so she's in your worst three? Yeah. So I loved Nellie being a gossipy bitch. Then that's why she was on my top. When she was like, when the outer frame narrator, I wrote his name down, but I don't really remember it. Lockwood. Such so wasn't Lockwood. Yeah. When yeah. he was like, I'm sick, Nellie. Can you like tell me what's up with those weird people? And she was like, oh yeah, bitch. Like, do you want the abridged version or <laughs> like director's cut? She tried oh, to we- give him the, no, the abridged version. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she was, she really was like, here is the tea and she delivered, but then she was such a snitch and a killjoy to mm-hmm. Catherine Jr. And I'm like, where is yeah. that bad bitch gossiping Nellie? Like, like, I get it, girl. You're a servant in a house of a rich man and you want some extra coin and I get it. Also, you've basically raised this daughter as your own and you're not going to let her hang out with the only other thing in her life other than you like it's pretty fucking sus yeah yeah that wasn't cute yeah it did not stop me from being like top tier (laughs) absolute fave (laughs) oh well (laughs) continue please uh oh joseph hated him Mm. hated how he talked especially I thought I had a yeah. bad audiobook when I first started listening to it because it was just like this playlist on Spotify called Wuthering Heights and it was like all the chapters, but I it wasn't like an audiobook. It was just a playlist. Oh my God. And so like I put it on, I, I, so I went driving on the highway and I accidentally put it on shuffle because I forgot <laughs> it out of order. And so it went from like chapter five to chapter 20. <laughs> No, that's so fucking funny. Oh my god, imagine jumping. And then but they're all named the same fucking thing. So you still they're have like Kathy and Kathy. Realize. I did not realize. Oh my realize. god. No, I love that. That's incredible. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> like Jesus. Thank God I was like driving to the highway. So I took yeah. a wrong turn and I had to pull over anyway, so I was like what chapter am I on now? And I was like 20. And I was like, what? Oh anyway, God. I couldn't read how he talked. Every time he talked, I simply skipped over it. And I was like, I hope this isn't important. Katie's tapping her nose and she's like shaking. Yeah, me too. I didn't want to talk yeah. over you. I didn't want to talk over you. I did the same fucking thing because I'm reading the actual book and it's written phonetically. It is written phonetically. But also yeah, like it's disgusting. Scottish phonetically. Not even. Like it's know. terrible. It's genuinely terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that was my worst. Or it's tied because my other thing is I was very uncomfortable to how, like, Catherine Sr. got pregnant when she was in a full psychotic moment. Yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. And I also didn't know. Like, I'm so dumb. I read, okay, Catherine died. And then there was a baby that was born. And I was like, where did the baby come from? Whose is it? I need to ask Katie. Okay, no. I had the same moment. I had the same moment because they don't fucking tell you she was pregnant. And then all of a sudden it was like, and on that day the baby was born. And then she died. What? I I literally, I went and I had to, like, reread the last five pages that I had just turned. And I was like, did I miss something? No. No. They just, ta-da. What? I don't, anyways. Which means that she was fucking pregnant when, during that, like, last scene with Heathcliff. Which is, like. Which is, I don't want to think about it. I'm glad that it wasn't mentioned. Yeah. She was only seven months pregnant. But still, that's a lot. That's enough. 
That's enough for it to be like to, to be showing. Yeah. Yeah. He should have commented. I don't Anyways. Hey Anyways, girl, you look like a fucking your... cow. <laughs> so horrifically rude, Julia. How dare you? <laughs> he would have said that though. He would have said that. <laughs> he would have. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was on your what was the last thing on your worst three? That was it. It was Nellie being a gossipy bitch was the wor- one of the worst, and then it was Joseph, right. and then it was I can't being pregnant. What's your worst three, Katie? <laughs> that was the worst. That was terrible. <laughs> I loved it. I'm keeping it. It's going to be in the fucking podcast. Um, my worst three. Uh, okay. She grew up, and I loved her, but Kathy Linton, as a kid, I wanted to fucking strangle. Oh, like, I was fuck. like, shut up. I hated her. Like, shut up. A little bitch. Yeah. I almost, Joseph almost made my worst three, but he didn't because I hated Linton so much more. So much more. Like, Linton Heathcliff, by the way. (laughs) No, I despised him. I despised him. When he was like, oh, uh, yeah, writing all of those, like, love letters to you, I was winded. Bro, just fucking nut up and die already. Like, I, what? Please walk four miles immediately. (laughs) Doctor prescribed. Please. Oops. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, oh, go out yeah. when it's slightly windy. <laughs> Truly. Uh, and then my least favorite was the narrative structure. I did not give a fuck about Mr. Lockwood. <sighs> Didn't care about him at all. Didn't need him to be like this. Inter- it could have come straight from Nelly. Into her? I would have been all right with that. Oh, no. I, inter- I was going to say intermediary. Yeah. No. Oh. Like, no, I didn't like it. Sorry. I didn't hate it. Um, mm. Here's the thing. We couldn't have it in their points of views. Like, we had to have it from the survey. Absolutely not. But yeah. it was, like, really interesting. I feel like it makes Nellie unreliable. That she's telling this story to someone who she wants to maybe get into a relationship oh. with Kathy. Because, like, she yeah. is not sugarcoating things. She's describing Kathy as the absolute worst. And she's describing herself as a snake. But... She has a motive and an agenda, and I think that's really interesting to see how that plays out. I did like that. I did like that. Um, Yeah, no, I think that was, like, interesting, and it definitely, like, added a little bit of, like, ooh, spicy um, to the, to the <laughs> like, overall book. I just don't think it needed it. Um, and I also found it very difficult. Like, okay, for me, this was really difficult because I was so fucking confused the whole goddamn time about who was talking. True. Um, True. I feel that. Yeah. So it it made it really, really difficult for me personally, um, just a a little illiterate child, uh, to be like, (laughs) okay, it's Lockwood. Okay, it's Nellie. Okay, it's not. But like, okay, who? And then when she was like trying to represent speech from other people, like when she was saying, like at one point we literally had Lockwood representing the speech of Nellie, representing the speech of Zilla, representing the speech of Catherine. Oh, I hated that part. I hated that because it was in first person too, as if you were Zilla, but it was like two people like speaking as if they were first person Zilla. That was really difficult. And I agree. I just don't think it's the worst. I just, yeah. I, I'm just not a huge so fan of, like... I see why you think it is. Um, you know how, like, uh, Heart of Darkness is? Where it's a guy telling somebody yeah. else a story? Yeah. I just wasn't a huge fan of it. And I feel like we yeah. really could have just had it from Nellie the whole time. Um, We've read rather than represented a, as, a like, lot a of these story. books like that, eh? In our English classes. Yeah. Metafiction's a big dealio. Yeah. 
And I think it also allowed authors to, like, separate themselves from the points of view. So, like, Emily Bronte probably was able to get away with a little bit more because she did that. Um, True. I have... I don't have a whole lot of, like, question questions for you or anything to, like, prompt discussion. I just think it's fucking hilarious that Heathcliff's name was technically Heathcliff Heathcliff. Or it was just the singular Heathcliff, which is, like, Oprah's quakely. Quaking. Quaking. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, no, I think it was singular Christian Heathcliff. and his last. Which is, like, what the fuck? Well, here's this thing. Hey, I had man. this question for you, and I just Googled it, and I was like... Is Heathcliff black? Because at the beginning, they kept describing him as that. And I knew, I know at the times they just meant like lack of soul and heart and stuff like that. But they were like describing his features like that. I know. Um, He was like physically covered in dirt, like actual soil. So Yeah. But then I came on this rabbit hole and this guy was like, well, the Earnshaw Sr., is uh, going in Liverpool. Liverpool was apparently the heart of the slave trade in the time that Bronte's oh. writing this. And so there's all these rumors that, like, Heathcliff is, like, a mixed-race child between Earnshaw and, like, a slave lady. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yikes. Wasn't... Okay. You're the Shakespeare um, expert in this duo, uh out of the two of us wasn't othello yeah out of the two of us you're the shakespeare expert um also probably in a given any given room of people you're gonna be the shakespeare expert uh wasn't othello black and wasn't he from the moors or am i yeah so like so yes but that's what they called like north africa oh but it could be like a play on that like it's definitely like not like classic lit like she probably mm-hmm. read shakespeare like bronte like like setting this up more an isolated more yeah so i w- wanted to know why is he black? okay i didn't know that that was what they called north africa because i'm dunce girl um but and so i was like is he not like black because othello was black but that's a little confusing to have two moors and i don't know why they would do that but they also had two catherines um so why the fuck not um many lintons and heathcliffs and earnshaws many lintons and <laughs> just tossing around those names like we're all going to be able to figure out what the fuck anybody is um but it's fine no i think he might have been that's yeah. cute there's some adaptations that like portray him as it and oh that's fun apparently like wow but yeah spicy i forget why yeah. i brought this up i don't know apparently it's a contested point i don't have much issue with it because i yeah. truly went through this book thinking that was the case so yeah yeah Interesting. oh right no it, we were talking about his name right is it Heathcliff, Heathcliff mm. or is it Heathcliff? yeah and apparently at the time slaves were only given one name and so that's like mm. another point that they use to argue that he's like mixed race okay okay interesting yeah i will say the first time that i read that thing where it was like it served him for like his christian and his last or whatever um i was like was he named heathcliff heathcliff and then i was like no katie He's got one. But I think it's kind of funny that they met, like, that you could interpret it that way. Especially because she calls him, like, Mr. Heathcliff. Oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I she know. She goes from referring to him by his first name to, like, Heathcliff, he- like, to Mr. Heathcliff. And I'm like, so. I just, yeah, I thought that was silly. But no, I think that, I think that that's true. I did kind of, like, go through this book kind of, like, assuming that that was the case just because I'm a dunce. Um, but that, those, those points all make very much sense. Very much 
very much many senses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found yeah. it very hard to follow. Uh, I don't know about you. Oh Not my. even just in terms of like who's so telling the story, but like who is who? Hareton, Heathcliff, yeah, literally Hindley. So many all, like I don't give a shit about, and like Linton, Edgar Linton, Kathy Linton, Kathy Earnshaw, Catherine Heath. Like what the fuck? And she and Nellie doesn't stick to one way to referring to them. No, and I'm like another knock against yeah. her. That's true. Yeah, no, I just, I took the slate directly to Emily Bronte, um, and I said, fuck this book. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) I respect that. Um, I have just things that I wrote down to say, but I don't think we would start a conversation. Um, There's so much undiagnosed mental illness in this novel. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot. When I was writing the description, I was, like, basing it off a couple different descriptions. And one of them brought up isolation. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting because they were so isolated. Like, there's two houses. Yeah. They're within four miles. Like, but there's, like, three people in each house and the households are rivals, so they're not really interacting. And so, like, being a child growing up with no one but, like, the servants and, like, especially, like, during quarantine right now, they really lived the 2020 pandemic, the 2020 stay-at-home order in yeah the, i don't know when's 17th to 18th no it started late 17th or early 18th i think 1778 oh. was 23 years prior to the beginning of the book so and it ended in 1802 yeah um but yeah no they definitely did anyway they were ahead of their time they were all trying to fuck their cousin so i meant in terms of the pandemic katie mm. oh that's true that's true that's very true mm-hmm. um yeah that was one thing that i couldn't get over though yeah it was not great. Yeah. You know how I feel about plots where it's like, hey, we grew up together, even though we're not technically related, we're going to date. And so that, on the terms of, like, Kathy Earnshaw, then Linton, I was not a fan of, um, and Heathcliff, uh, yick, gross. Um, and then when Heathcliff was like, yeah, no, you will date your cousin and marry him, gross. And then when she fell in love with her other cousin. But there's not much choice. She, Those are the only it people is, in her there life. There is choice. Like, are you going to expect a, like, teenager Look. to not? Especially when it's no Look. societal wrongs against it. Okay, no societal wrongs against it. One thing. Um, direct, like, first cousin, this is my mother's kid. Or no, I'm my mother's kid. No. Fuck. How do family trees work? My, 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 my aunt's, aunt's child. Kid? And my mother's my aunt's brother. kid, this kid. Um, it, it wasn't her. Sorry. I'm thinking of Hareton, and I said my mother's brother, but it was not my mother's brother's kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, not even removed in any fucking sense. Absolutely not. Maybe that's why they were all dropping it, dead so goddamn quickly. So goddamn quick. Of course. You can't walk for miles? You're so inbred. You can't even see. Yep. There it is. Honestly. They were dropping dead so often. Common cold had them floored. Okay, literally, I take great issue with the way that death was dealt with in this book. Not dealt with. I know it was like 17s, 18s. Look what I've got. Oh my god. She found a white claw. And that's mango, if I'm not mistaken. It is a mango one. You have to remind me to buy a new one and hide it in the same place I found it. Absolutely not a problem. Yeah. I'm drinking um, black cherry, and then today when I went to buy them, I found raspberry, which I've never had before. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, that sounds so good. I've never actually had a white claw, so. 
Oh my god. Okay. Well, we need to capture this moment. Baby's first white claw. Let's go. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a vodka soda. <laughs> it's a vodka soda. Mango isn't my favorite yeah. flavor, but it was between that and watermelon, and I was like, I don't know. I don't like artificial mm. watermelons, so. Yeah. I don't remember what I was talking about, so. I don't remember it either. I think I might have been talking about death. You were talking everybody about everybody died. Yeah, you didn't like how it was. Yeah. Everybody just dropped dead. Like, just dropped dead. Like, Kathy, no. Who, who the fuck was it that, like, got sick? It was Kathy, wasn't it? Kathy Earnshaw. I will have to make clear because Miss Emily Bronte did not. No, not Kathy um, Earn. Yeah. 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 And then the the Miss Linton, the the yeah. mother of the Linton children, um, oh, came over she, to like yeah, help Isabella, her out. She, <laughs> only one with a unique no, no, name. No. Not Isabella. Her mom came over to Wuthering Heights to like help them out. And then went home and, like, got sick, died. Her husband got sick, died from Kathy's fever. It was, like, a tiny – it was a teensy little aside, which is, like, mostly oh, the problem that I had oh, with deaths yeah. in these books. Oh, Because, like, yeah, right? Because it's, like, okay, it's the 1700s. You're all inbred. You all want to, like, fuck your cousins. Like, of course you're going to drop dead the instant you, like, get a cold sock on your foot. And you all drop dead um, because you live in a house full of arsenic. And asbestos. Honestly. Asbestos. Yeah. The asbestos. <laughs> but yeah it was just the fact that like uh it was just like I, and maybe it was like a side effect of nelly as like the narrator but like and then they died and then they were dead he coughed for too long and he died moving on like let's blame nelly and not emily <laughs> i think i'm gonna blame emily i'm really sorry this i think i'm gonna blame emily differ wow well she had a lot of people die have unique thoughts Oh my god. Once in a lifetime, but everybody. Everyone was dropping dead in the 1700s. Everyone was just simply dropping dead. Like, no, I know. I know, you, but she had like four sisters they die. They lived in the... Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she was like, they died and we're not going to talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to process that because yeah. when you're writing, you have to like feel things to like uh-huh. make the writing good. And she's like, hmm. That's crazy. So moving on. Yeah. So I'm wondering uh, if it was, like, just a... dug up a grave real casually, and, uh... Okay, what the fuck was that? What the hell? No way that's acceptable. In no, un- in no fucking universe is it acceptable for you to be, like... And, like, while you're, like, burying my sisters, my adopted sisters, adoptive sisters, husband, um, that I'm, like, technically in love with, like, not the husband, like, her, um, real quick, can you dig her up, too? <laughs> She's been dead, like, there, 14 years. Just, like... Pop a little, pop a little view, see a little sneak peek. Yeah, get a little glimpse. She's been dead 14 years, if not more. I think 17, 18 at that point. I just want to take a look. Oh, so long. Take a quick little look. So long, Picarelli. Yicky. Oh, that shit was gross. That shit was gross. <laughs> Super chill what about it, too. I'm happy it didn't happen. Oh, tell me. Heathcliff didn't try to get with Catherine Linton. I thought he would have. Yeah. Like, I was like, she I has the same name. Too. Like, it would have been, I feel like a Snape and Lily sort of thing. Like, have you seen those memes where if Harry yeah. was a girl and he looked like Lily, like, instant predator oh. alert? <laughs> instant predator alert. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Fucking gross. No, I was uh, worried about that too. And I was like, 
Thank God you're just such a bastard that you actually hate everybody. I have written in like the, <laughs> I have written in my margins several times, like Heathcliff. I was like, ice fucking cold, bro. That's damn. <laughs> he was an ass. <laughs> I loved him for it. He wasn't dealing with yeah. all these people's shit. No. Like at the very beginning, especially, it's like this fucking, I go into this, no, no clue of the plot, right? Like I have managed to avoid this no book clue. for None. all 21 years of my life. I don't know anything about it other than the goddamn Kate Bush song. That's it. I'll fucking drink to that. Um, So that's all. That's all the info I've got. And we go into it, and it's Lockwood, and he's talking. I'm like, who? I don't care about him. And then he's like, oh, I hurt my ankle. Or what what did he say? He was like, oh, I'm cold. I can't go back home tonight. And Heathcliff's like, I don't give a fuck. You're not staying here. (laughs) Yeah. You tell him, man. You tell him. (laughs) He's like, I'm gonna die in a blizzard. And Heathcliff's like, die then. I loved it. I loved it. He was incredible. I loved Heathcliff. Did he low-key kidnap them at one point? Yeah. Like I said, I'll forgive the war crimes if you're hot enough. And honestly, he's kind of hot. So, there it is. There it is. Are they f- no, they're not forgiven. They're just ignored. They're just ignored in my appreciation of you. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I simply stick my head in the sand. Do you want to hear my monologue? I do. Okay, well, there's two. Mm-hmm. So you know this. The listeners don't. We were talking the other day, and you were like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this book. And last mm-hmm. night, I was a little very tipsy and really, like, confident in my ability to finish that book last night. And I was like, Katie, oh, yeah. I'll take the fucking monologue. I got it. I got it. I'm going to finish this book tonight, and I got it. I appreciate it. So I uh, I wrote a whole monologue, but I was shwasted. Oh, let's. So I this can't is the most getting the literate writing perfect the thing. Thoughts. The thoughts are so hard to follow. And so I wrote this a is second wonderful. monologue, but I'm going to try to read the first the one. one. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we, we, we should always it's do monologues weak from now male on. male characters. Ooh, let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Women write weak male characters. Labor do go rule of wolves. <laughs> It flips the script. A good... I can't read this right here. Okay. Um, a good story. A good, strong woman is so hard to write, but a, a weak male is easy. <laughs> wow. Very bold of Miss Emily Bronte to write a weak male character. Semicolon. Uh, don't know. What were you going to say when you said wow? Um, I can't think of her goddamn name, but you know the girl. Uh, the girl. Was it a woman? I don't know. You know the sh- the story. Good man is hard to find. Is it Flannery O'Connor? Or- no, that doesn't. It would be it would be Flannery O'Connor if anything. It's gonna be Connery O'Flanner, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Flannery O'Connor. Yeah, a good man is hard to find. It's a short story. Anyways, you just reminded me of that. I can't read my writing this way. I couldn't do this. But it's all That's about okay. weak male characters. Oh, something, an air pawn a little petulant bitch of a character we're talking about linton, linton. Heathcliff absolutely yeah. yeah there's no uh, way it would be anybody else a distilled reflection of men at the time linton heathcliff mm-hmm. is trying or something about gentlemanly airs it's like a synthesized maybe stringed i don't know gently anyway he's simply he, yeah. a spoiled little brat and entitled and places a bitch boy positions of power he's a little bitch boy I wrote bitch yeah. man so many times. He can't walk. Wow. Cheers. A good and effective social commentary. Linton Heathcliff ran so Joffrey Baratheon could run. 
Oh, literally. Literally. That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. Especially right? inbred. Ooh. I wrote that. Ooh. Especially inbred. Yeah, true. Just a bitch-ass little man. I wrote that so many times. Who abuses women to, t- to feel bigger about himself. And he's a weak-ass man. Men are so weak. Men IRL are so weak. And women are so strong. Because we are so socialized to be so much stronger than men. And this oh, book... Oh, God. <laughs> Just shows that through Linton. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote a quote did to do help that. prove my point. <laughs> Please, let's hear it. <laughs> Why didn't you come? Said Linton. You said you'd. I can't read it. He's just bitching at Kathy for not coming over, but he oh. can't walk if he died. And it, like her father is literally dying. Like he's like mid death. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I almost kind of wished you didn't. And she's like, Are you fucking kidding me? I left my dead, almost or my almost dead dad for you, and you're telling me now that you don't want me over here? You bitch. I loved that moment. I loved it. You're going to have fun editing mm-hmm. that, because that was a train wreck of a fucking monologue, but the other one is called- I'm not going to edit it? Are you Gaslight kidding me? Gaslight Girl- <laughs> oh, Fuck you. Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss, Ellie- Ellen Nellie Dean. I just have moments okay. from- She also had two names, and that pissed me off. That pissed me off so much. Everyone had- two names but there's the same three names yeah everyone had two names and it pissed me off and but yes ellen nelly dean gaslight gatekeep girl boss tell me more gaslight when linton leaves for uh before kathy jr wakes up and everyone is just like ah he'll be back eventually <laughs> like oop. um and like i said i don't know if i can trust her account of the narrative i don't know if it's gaslighting but oh, it's yeah. definitely gaslighting when she's like mm, yeah your cousin hmm, never really liked you never really existed these love letters suck she gate oh she literally locked the gate to stop <laughs> fucking Kathy. She, she literally gate kept yeah <laughs> yeah but you were gonna say something about gaslight were you question mark no i wasn't I wasn't. Very I just good. was appreciating um, she that scene in my think... head. Oh. She doesn't think Kerton is good enough for Kathy Jr., so she that's gatekeeping society, even though she's fucking, like, a servant. I'm like, what do you mean he's not good enough? Like, also, he's your cousin, so I respect it, but you can't say he's not good enough because he broke. Like, yeah, you're broke, Nelly. Come on, Nelly. Come on, Nelly. Um, also, she's lonely. Like, let her have a friend, goddammit. And girl bossing, she was just being a gossipy bitch to get the <laughs> Mr. Lockwood to, like, fall for Kathy Jr. And, and she was being oh, yeah. a double agent, and I feel like that's kind of girl bossy. She was, uh, she was a little girl bossy when she was like, there was a moment when she was like, I'm not being paid well enough to, to like, take your shit. Fuck you. Oh, that I can't remember awesome. when, but it definitely happened. Um, yeah. She she girl bossed yeah. it up. Mostly in everything she did. Yeah. I would say also that the letters, when she was like, I'll burn them. I'll burn them or I'll show them to your dad. And Kathy was like, no, burn them, please. I'd rather die than anyone see them. I'm like, okay, first of all, mood. Yeah. Um, and then she tries to keep them and she's like, okay, fine. I'm showing them to your dad. <laughs> she was like, no, okay, fine. We'll burn them all. Girl boss. Absolutely. That was a moment. That was big girl boss energy. I that was the moment I started to hate Ellie, but it was like a girl boss moment. I 
wrote a lot of times in my book, I was like, she is such a fucking bitch. Like, could you be a little bit nicer? Part of the reason I loved her, though, um, I truly think she was the strongest female character, um, as exemplified by the fact that she managed to actually outlive most people. So... Well, she did you know, get she's still alive. That, that helped There her. it is. Yeah. Well, as far as we know, she is Mrs. Dean. But isn't that like respect? Like when your French teacher never gets married, but no. she's like old, so you have to call her madame? Mm. No, it was like very specifically to like um, designate whether or not you were married or, or not. I think anyways. I could be completely fucking lying to you. She's but also as far as I poor. know. Yeah, that's true. I just, I feel like as far as I know, like, she was, like, very focused on not being a person within this story unless she was directly related to this story. And the fact that she was referred to as Mrs. Dean was, like, That's I'm, like, you're married, true. right? I can yeah. see that, but I also watched Downton twice, and I'm pretty, okay. but it was time ago, and I'm pretty sure, like, the it was, like, 100 years later, there though. was a Mrs., even though she- Okay, Katie, I will fight you with my fists. I will. How dare you? But yeah, okay, fine, fair enough. I'd love to see it, actually. Please do. On the next episode of Getting Literate, it's actually just a fucking broadcast fight. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Jake Paul's quaking. Um, Oh my god. Getting beat up. (laughs) We'll read Fight Club. (laughs) Punch each other. I would love to do that, actually. Can we do that? Okay. Oh, here it is. Nellie is such a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally when she's, like, burning the fucking letters. That was a moment. That was a moment. She was so rude. She was so mean. Um, She was so mean to everybody. Yeah. Especially Kathy. Like, Earnshaw. There's no need for that. Which one is that? Sh- original? The the one who died. Or remix. The one who died. The original. The original. <laughs> Not the remix. Yeah. Oh, fuck off, Nellie. You know when she gets the letter from Isabella? Isabel or Isabella? Oh my god, I don't fuck even know. off. Isabella. Isabella. When she gets the letter, and Isabella's like the whole time, throughout the letter, multiple times, please don't tell anybody else. This letter is only meant for you. Please don't tell anybody else. Please don't tell anybody else. As soon as I had perused this epistle, okay, I went to the master and informed him that his sister had arrived at the heights and sent me a letter expressing her sorrow for Mrs. Linton's situation and her ardent desire to see to him. Are you fucking kidding? As soon as you got the letter, you rushed over to tell him? Damn it, Nellie. My girl Nellie is looking for a fat bonus. Okay? She's looking for some extra I don't pay. even think she is. I think she just likes to talk. I think, I th- well, I think she just wants to stir the pot a bit. She's like, we live in an isolated moor. I want to stir some fucking trouble. She was bored. She was too bored for any of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was iconic. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know a small thing that, like, really pissed me off as I kept reading it? A teeny tiny thing. And it's probably... whether I want to know or write. Yeah, no, I'm going to tell you anyways. Uh, That's why we have this, so that I can tell you all my opinions. Uh, The fact that they... And I know it was... I know it was not in the same context as it is now, but it is probably one of the reasons why I blame Emily Bronte for a lot of these things and not, like, the characters. Uh, But the fact that they constantly use the word ejaculated to mean, like, cried out. (gasps) <gasps> thrown off oh every time <laughs> every single time imagine reading the audiobook girl i can't i can't he did what now <laughs> you huh <laughs> <laughs> no it's like i was like what the fuck could not get used to it could not get used to it 
no. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jesus, this is why I don't read books written in the 1800s, because, like, ick. But whatever. It's so um, hard to do. But we yeah. did it. We survived. We did it. We got all the way through it. I really didn't think I was going to. I really didn't think I was going to. I'd never read this book. I'd attempted Jane Austen a few times. I've actually never been able to get through one of hers. So I wasn't sure about Wuthering Heights. And then I thought it was going to be this great big romance. And it wasn't really. It was a lot more fucked up than that. Yeah. I almost preferred a great big romance. But here we are. Here we are. Yeah, no, I didn't like reading it. I did like the parts between Kathy and Heathcliff when it was yeah. a great big romance, but like it was like not, and it was so much I know, tension. That was I the loved that. Yeah. Also, I and then it was like not movie. the majority. Oh yeah, yeah, right. When they were crazy, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. No, I didn't expect it to focus so much on like the time after she had died. I fully didn't. No idea. Yeah. Me but. neither. Yeah. But no, I think Heathcliff it was a wonderful loves his long con and I love him for it. He does. He does. He does. Uh yeah. He was like king of revenge, truly. He truly. did it, he got it, he served it, he lived it. King shit. Cheers. I will I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. A little weathering white claw for you. A little black cherry moment. A little weathering white claw. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. What I'd like to think. I'm so sorry. I, oh, that was a better transition than me. My segue was going to be like finishing it today after listening to an audiobook on 2.0 speed. I feel like I'm writing an essay. I feel like that's the oh, vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that like moment when you like sit down in front of the fucking YouTube recording of the audiobook like 12 hours before your essay is actually due. Yep. Yeah. Especially with the book from this time period. Let's go. Let me hear. Yeah. Let me hear what you would have written an essay on about this, Julia. Withering hysteria: an ana- analysis <gasps> of the portrayal of insanity in Wuthering Heights. That's hot. Yeah. That's hot. Are yeah. we thinking, and you know, um, okay, I didn't yeah. want to do. You know, I didn't want to do a comparison essay for the third week in a row, and I didn't want to do my second um, Shakespeare comparison essay, but I really wanted to. I was really tempted, but like that scene where like Kathy Senior is batshit fucking crazy, and she's like pulling out the feathers of the pillow yeah. and saying this one's this and this one's that. And, like, the symbolism, I I just want to analyze it so bad. And also it reminds me so heavily of the Ophelia flower scene, which is mm. one of my favorite scenes. I will compare it. I If I can bring it up in an essay, I will. If there's any excuse at all to talk about the Ophelia flower scene, I will bring it up. Like, that is who I am as a person. Yeah. God, it's so good. And yeah. I was like... I really want to compare these two crazy bitches, but I didn't. I didn't. I would just talk. There's also, I'm so proud of you. I read that, like, Kathy died halfway through, and so there was a lot more insanity. I was like, okay, like, I can unpack this, I guess. Uh, like, Heathcliff yeah. is so often insane, but we're not going to focus on oh, him yeah. in this, because, ew, we're here to look at women and their hysteria. Um, I would also want to focus on, like, Isabel's love of Heathcliff, because I'd consider that mm-hmm. insanity. But again, mostly looking at Kathy Sr., yeah, mostly looking at Kathy Sr. Because I kind of don't blame Isabella because, like, first and foremost, Heathcliff is sexy. He's hot. He's sexy. Yeah. He's hot. And she's, like, 18. He comes – he's, like, hanging around all the and time. He's, like, really intense. Man. He's, like – Right. He's got, like, all this, like, really, like, saying, like dark – those things. Yeah. Yeah, like, all this, like, dark, intense energy that Features. he brings he's to the house every Mr. time. He's Stormy. He literally uh-huh. is. We would have, I, mean, I would have had us drinking dark and stormies if we hadn't done that for 
for Miss Evelyn. But yeah, no, I can see why she was like kind of like, okay, I'm into this. Uh, and then it went poorly because um, <laughs> he was an asshole, but that made him sexier. Sorry, everybody. But yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I definitely, she, when she was crazy, I was Katie's like. Katie's okay, if you're wondering. Katie's good. Katie's great. Katie has a healthy taste yeah. in dating choices. Uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Insanity? <laughs> when she went crazy. <laughs> Let's chat about that. I love it. No, I think that that's great. I think, yeah. Ah. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I had a really, really difficult time following this, partially because of the language barrier, like just older English, um, partially because of the names, partially because of, like, the really weird timelines. Like, it was, you know, um, and so at first I didn't realize, yeah, in the frames, uh, and at first I didn't realize, like, it was, she was crazy, so she was talking, I was like, God, Kathy, grow up. And then, like, a few sentences later, I was like, oh, no, she's got, like, brain rot. Like, full brain rot. <laughs> Oopsies. Oh, yeah. No, I love the that. The lead in those pipes are really affecting all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. hmm Yeah. 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 I came up with my essay title in under 30 seconds. What would you? Like I said, I finished this in, in 15 minutes before we started recording. Good. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, speaking of them with levity, discussions of death as constructed by narrator choice in Wuthering Heights. Oh, that's really good. You talked about it a bit in the earlier parts of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I just found that they glossed over it. Thank you. Um, and it's, you know me, I love to use a quote. I love to like adapt a quote for my own purposes. Uh, very last page, very last page. (laughs) We love to adapt Um, a quote. (laughs) We really do. Um, Lockwood's like, oh, like, Wuthering Heights is, like, shut up, so, like, the ghosts can, like, go in and inhabit it, which, like, I kind of love that that's how they ended up, Kathy and Heathcliff. Like, I kind of love that it's, like, them as ghosts together forever. Like, that's really, like, romantic. Yeah, definitely not, like, really haunt fucked me. up, but it's oh. fine. <laughs> oh, haunt me! When that's will fine. someone say it. that to me? It's fine. It doesn't say anything um, about me. Oh, I want someone to tell me to haunt. Anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and then she, you know, Nellie is like Christian as fuck. And she's like, I believe the dead are at peace, but it's not right to speak of them with levity. And I'm like, that's all you've done. That is all you've done is you've gone, they're dead. <laughs> Move it on. So I just, yeah, very interested in that. In, un- in unpacking that, especially in comparison to like Emily Bronte's own personal life. Um, any last thoughts on the book? I didn't even have thoughts when reading it, except, God, is it over yet? So, I'm sure you're thinking that about this podcast. Let's end it. (laughs) (laughs) On that night. Uh, On that note. (laughs) We're drunk. So let's finish this shit up. (laughs) This has been an episode of Getting Literate. Thank you for joining us. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Go haunting. Cheers. This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honadel and Katie McCullough. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms and follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate. literate.